0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash bookshow. Then go over to morbidlybeautiful.com as we are now part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcasting Network. Attention all campers. The All-American Spook Show welcomes you to enroll in Camp Spook Show this summer. We have activities for all ages, including archery, canoeing,
1: swimming,
2: and running for your lives.
0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the All-American Spook Show podcast. I'm Josh and I'm joined here with Donnie. Hey and the professor smoke what's up will as as pretty much has, has been the uh you know the the flavor of the week here he's still on vacation he's not with us this week hopefully we'll have him back next week because uh it's his choice next week and he's already made that choice and we will announce that at the end of the episode we call that a tease in the biz so stick around to the end and we'll let you know what's coming next week here on the spook show but this week, uh, it, it, it we're, we're basically just putting a big bow on Camp Spook Show. This is the Camp Spook Show wrap-up special. This is normally where we have Spook Show spotlights, and this, this isn't really a, a spotlight. It's more of just to kind of, let's uh, talk about everything that we've done, and then kind of give our final thoughts on Camp Spook Show, and as to uh, whether or not any of us feel that you know we'll reopen the camp again at some point, maybe next summer, maybe at some other time of the year. We'll, we'll discuss it throughout here. But before we do that, I'll go ahead and throw out the usual information. You can contact us at allamericanspookshow at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Spookshow. Of course, we have an Instagram, a slasher. We're over on the Slasher app. We have a Facebook page. You should be able to find all those by searching for All American Spook Show, or we have a Linktree link down in the show notes. You can click on that, and it should take you anywhere you want to go, including our YouTube page, also our T Public page, where you can get logoed, uh, the, the Spook Show logo, uh, merchandise on mugs shirts masks all kinds of random stuff I think even like on pillows and stuff like that stickers all kinds of cool stuff uh, and of course the big the big uh, feature that we have is our patreon patreon.com a Spook show where uh, every month you get a bonus podcast at, at least I think it's at the five dollar level you get a bonus hmm. podcast of uh for peace theater we've we've been doing those every month I think we're uh we just released number five that came out uh, back on uh, July 29th. And uh, that means Crafter Peace Theater number 6 will be a little bit later this month on August 26th. So all kinds of cool stuff over on patreon.com slash A.A. Spook Show. And we encourage you to go check that out and uh, help out the show and become a patron. We also uh, want to remind you to uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcast, go drop us a 5 star review because that will help us uh, kind of help spread the love of the Spook Show out there if we get more and more uh, five star reviews over there then that that helps us out so we encourage you to go do that if you haven't already so yeah like like i said uh, i guess we'll kind of start from the beginning where we where we kicked off camp spook show and that was all the way back on june 6th episode one hundred and eleven this was will's choice we started with you might be the killer from 2018 so <laughs> just to just to recap we all i'll give our ratings here Donnie, you gave it one star
2: yeah that's warranted
0: will gave it a star and three quarters smoke. You gave it a star and a half and I liked it a little better than all of y'all. I gave it two stars. So that was a consensus of 1.56. So one and a half stars for you might be the killer. We never got the we final,
2: awesome
1: ki-
0: we never got the final <laughs> kill count from uh, will on that one. I don't think, but uh, smoke, you gave the Gore score of six on that one. So do you guys, guys have any, uh, we won't do the re-ratings or anything. We're just discussing what yeah. we did. We'll save the re-ratings for the fourth anniversary show on Halloween. But, you guys got anything you wanted to add about You Might Be the Killer, which we kicked it off with?
2: The only thing uh, I... and um, eh, it's not really anything to add. It's more like I remember Will being sorely disappointed yeah. in himself <laughs> yeah. for picking this. Because he was just like, yo, listen, I saw the movie poster. I didn't watch a trailer or whatever it was. Uh, I think yeah. I
0: think maybe he... I think on this one, he had watched the trailer. And the trailer... Once again, like we always say, it sold him a bill of goods. Like, <laughs> he saw the trailer, oh, this looks pretty good, and then, you know, the rest is history.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so I i, I thought that was that was pretty funny. I thought,
0: um, I remember thinking it was a little, it, it was uh, clever in the sense that it told that story backwards the way it did. I thought that was unique, and I think that's why I kind of gave it an extra bump than, than you guys did. But yeah, it, that being said, it's not a great one. It was it was somewhat of a poor way to start Camp Spook Show off. That's for sure. Smoke, so, do you have any final word on it?
1: No, it was just uh, <laughs> it was a well. We, we talked about it. It was a disappointment as far as like you can you you go in hoping for the best. Like oh, you know, it's a modern slasher film. Maybe it'll be something. And like you said, it was, it told the story from a different angle than you usually get. So that was that was at least a little bit of something to grab to grasp onto of interest. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, overall it was kind of throwaway, I guess. Uh, but we were on to bigger and better things eventually. Like, I mean we you gotta you gotta start somewhere. So it's better to start that way than it is to start with a you know right out of the gates, I mean.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean there's an argument to be made either way, like right, it's all it's all uphill from there until it went downhill yeah. again and we'll get there.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah. the ve- it's definitely it's the, the summer camps the what's it called? Spook Show. No. Camp Spook Show. So- <laughs> Champ Spook Show, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was definitely a, if you look at the graph of our ratings, if you were to graph it or whatever, it's probably a roller coaster. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it,
0: it is. <laughs> There's no doubt about that, because it, it, it kind of goes up in the middle and then right back down again, so, yeah. so, but the very next day, that was June 6th, the very next day on June 7th, we had our latest uh, Patreon video minisode, that was number 60, and the library segment that you, uh, you did smoke for that episode was you showed us your VHS copy of... Friday the 13th from 1980. Obviously, we did a whole episode uh, all the way back to episode 30 uh, of the Spook Show on fr- on the original Friday the 13th. We all loved it, obviously, so we encourage you to go back and check that out. But uh, it was a good pull uh, to see that unique uh, VHS copy you have of that because that's the one that like opens up kind of like a book. The case yeah, that on was that the one.
1: very first VHS, uh, VHS release of it. And it looked it looks very much like other VHS releases in that it was that normal slim line case. But for whatever reason, back then Paramount, when they first started releasing those VHS, they had that open up. You know, people call them a book box, but it's not like the MGM UA, Missing in Action, Death Wish 3, you know, those it's not that oversized book box. It was a weird slip cover that just happened to open. And it had yeah. like the blue Paramount Mountain logo. And so definitely a little bit unique. Uh, when they re-released it, it didn't have that. When they re-released it, a few years later, it just had the regular Yeah, so we, VHS. I so, think
0: we talked so. about that. We believe that was like one of the, uh, we couldn't quite peg down when that came out, but it probably came out in 80 or 81, right? Somewhere around there.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So it's a very early VHS copy of it. So that was cool. Um, and we, and also,
1: you, know, you can't see this on the show on library of the professor or anything. I mean, well, we probably could if I'd like <laughs> recorded it or sent it to you in advance or whatever, but the, the paramount logo on that during those times was way different too. It mm. wasn't the, it was a different look. It was a very very 80s even though it was the beginning of the 80s. Maybe may have even been made in the late like 79 when they did that logo, but it's very 80s logo mm-hmm. of this Paramount mountain with a synth stab or whatever underneath. It. It's very I like it much better than the later Paramount logos, but uh you know, again, that's a subjective thing. Some people might think it's a little bit garish. <laughs> and the it, slimline Paramount like you see in the Raiders of the Lost Ark, like yeah. in the movie. You know that whenever uh, they they got the mountain there, right? It comes yeah, out yeah. Yeah, that, I for, I like, forgot that, about that. that's the paramount iconic paramount logo that most people think about this one was a bit more leaning heavy on the 80s look and the synth sounds and all that so.
0: then we move on to the next week on june 13th we uh we released episode 112 that was our latest cult corner episode meatballs from 1979 now this was uh my nominee on a wheel spin that we did over on deadline horror news i believe right donnie um yeah, yeah we, we spun that and mm-hmm. it landed on meatballs so uh for that one, let's see, Meatballs. Okay, uh, Donnie, you gave it three and a quarter star. Uh, we still have yet to, you know, now granted, a good chunk of this from Camp Spook Show, Will's been gone a lot this summer on random vacations and stuff, so we have not got his rating on Meatballs just yet. But uh, Smoke and I both also gave it three, three and a quarter star. So right now mm-hmm. as we sit, until we get Will's rating... It's three and a, three and a quarter star across the board for meatballs. So what more can you say?
2: Man, meatballs is a classic.
0: So much better mm. than its 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 distant cousin, <laughs> Summer Camp, from the same <laughs> from the same time. Good Senior. lord, night and day, man. That's all I can say, night and fucking day. So yeah, obviously, since that was a cult corner, there was no kill counter, gore score. So we'll just leave it there. But needless to say, you need to go listen to episode one twelve because that was a good episode. And if you've never seen Meatballs, please. Do yourself a favor and go go find it, and uh, go watch that because that's an awesome movie. Um, but the next day, on our, our latest uh, uh, Patreon video minisode number sixty one, the library segment on that one, Smoke, was Berserker from nineteen eighty seven, and that you uh, talked about your Blu Ray copy that uh, that you had for oh, that. Yeah,
1: yeah that uh, the Vikings slash Killer Bear Camp movie, not summer camp necessarily. Not you know, like I said, I kind of. Had to bend the rules for some of the uh, the stuff I showed in the library segment yeah, because, yeah. Uh, as we also learned going through this, that there's not really as many movies set in a specific summer camp as there are just summer-related camp movies per se.
0: Yeah,
1: and we talked about that with the Friday Thirteenth movies. There's only a handful of them that are actually set at a kids' summer camp or teenage summer camp or whatever. Uh, a lot of the other ones are just around Crystal Lake, or then a lot of the other movies, slasher movies, are also just around the lake that's nice set up a tent and they're camping that way, you know, so... And that's kind of like what Berserker was. It was camping out and uh, being attacked by this, uh... Is it a bear or is it a Viking Berserker? (laughs) You'll have to to find it out for yourself. They're
0: easily confused.
1: (laughs) Now, you know... I guess they would... You know, there's about a thousand years difference.
0: Yeah, well, there's that.
1: This movie... I mean, you know, not that they didn't have bears in, but, I mean, there's a thousand years of difference between when this movie was set and when the Viking Age was, but, you know, for some reason... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's there could be a berserker in it. But it's yeah, here we are. I, I should have talked about it off the top. Like our original
0: concept and the, kind of the rule for camp spook show was that, uh, everything we, we did this summer would be a summer camp related movie. So, you know, it, it, whether it was horror, you know, our horror reviews or whether it was a cult corner movie, crabster piece, cannon fodder, mm. they would all be summer camp related. And you'll see, as we go along here, we had to kind of break the rules <laughs> a couple of times, <laughs> Uh, throughout the summer because, you know, it's far more limiting than you would think if you're just being very specific about summer camps. Because then once you start watching something, you realize, wait a minute, this isn't summer, it's the fall. Or this doesn't have anything to do with it really to do with the summer camp at all. Or, you know, even though it's called summer camp, blah, 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 you know, so we'll go through that. But the next episode that we did on June 20th was episode 113. And this was my choice from 1981, The Burning. That was a good one. And right now, I think as we speak, I think it's uh, so far throughout the entire Camp Spoo Show series, it's going to be the highest rated movie oh, yeah. po- that we did, possibly uh, other than maybe Meatballs, whenever we get Will score on that one, that could uh, possibly draw it even or make it go above. But uh, either way, The Burning, Donnie, you gave it three and three quarter stars. Will gave it three and a quarter. Smoke, you gave it three and three quarters. And then I gave it three and a half. So... That's a consensus score of 3.56, a so three and a half stars from the Spook Show Gang. Uh, we'll give a kill count of ten on that one, and then the gore score of smoke was seven. So, uh, yeah. really, not much more you can say about the Burning Man. Just an awesome example of a summer camp slasher going right.
1: Yeah, it was one of the big ones, one of the big titles that we had on the show, or one of the big titles in general for uh, summer camp slasher movies. It was. i put it. It was a title. It was a title I. I would have picked, well, I was going between two titles and we'll get to the one I picked later. And I, I know that you were probably, I think we we're probably on the same page with those yeah, two titles. If yeah, one was one, the other going to pick the other. Yeah, ones.
0: pretty much exactly. Yeah. But then the next day after that, the latest, uh, Patreon video mini. So number 62 on June 21st, uh, smoke your library segment was <laughs> summer school from 1987. <laughs> the v, your VHS copy of that. So you found a way, you, know you found a way yes. to worm that movie in on some level. <laughs>
1: As much as I've talked about it, various episodes here and there, so I have to find a way to get it. And eventually it'll be on the show in the capacity probably of a uh, cult corner or something.
0: I was going to say, yeah, I wouldn't call that craftster piece because it's, it's pretty good. You know, I remember liking it, you know, back in the day. So, yeah, it'd probably be more of a cult corner choice at this point, I, I would imagine. Because it's definitely not a horror movie, right? So <laughs> yeah. if we ever watch it, it'd be well, cult corner or some other uh, thing.
1: <laughs> as anybody who's seen it knows, it's got that horror influence with the two, you know, Chainsaw and Dave characters, which is yeah. probably, which is why I loved it so much. Think back, I mean, I mean, it's got some decent humor and lines and all that it, one-liners or whatever in it anyways, but it was Chainsaw and Dave that really, like, made it me. Oh, yeah, I totally you know, imagine
0: I, I totally imagine now that that's just straight-up you in 1987.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was trying to get shit, like, into the classroom that shouldn't be in the classroom, and yeah. I almost talked our psychology teacher into letting us watch Parker Thorns, but it
0: didn't fly. <laughs> no. So, yeah, that was that, that uh, uh, video mini. So then uh, the next day on June 22nd, uh we preempted Deadline Horror News, you know, our live show with a, with a uh, Deadline Horror News special. Top five summer camp horror movies. Now, we kind of did a an unofficial countdown, so to speak, because we didn't really rank them like one through five. We just gave five choices and then a few bonus ones. But the five movies that we discussed on that one, and you can watch this this was a whole produced-up video that we put over on our YouTube channel, so that that is available right now. If you missed it back in June, it is available to watch. But the five that we focused on were Sleepaway Camp, Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th Part 2, The Burning, and Madman. So I think that pretty, pretty well encompasses the uh, five of the best summer camp horror movies, right? I mean, like, we couldn't think of much else. I mean, there are a few that you could probably put on there, but those were the ones that... Really, we yeah, all kind of agreed. were yeah, some of we're the biggest,
2: biggest ones,
1: yeah. And that's sticking with the strict. We try to keep it strict. Summer Sum, camp, summer camp, Setting yep. up, like, some, not the camping out at summertime when in you're, in your yeah.
0: whatever. Although once again, Madman's kind of skirting the skirting the but line yeah, there, as we found out later on. Yeah,
1: there were some other. Ones. There some other ones in there, not not in the top our top fives, but some yeah. of the other ones down the road too, that were like, <laughs> we didn't know, we, you know, you, you assumed this kind of like, or we hadn't seen it. We assumed. We had,
0: it. Yeah. We hadn't really, we just didn't dwell on it at that time until we found out later <laughs> on. Like, wait a minute, you know, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I think that's a pretty good list. And like I said, uh, we, we put a pretty good little video together over on our YouTube. So we encourage you to go check that out. But then two days later on uh, June 24th, Donnie, this was one of your favorites. I know this is one of the highlights of, of camp spook show for you. Crafter peace theater. Number four. Released, Ernest goes to camp from 1987. Now I say that because Donnie, this was your choice. Now, granted, you know (laughs) it was one that was voted on, you know, by the Spook Show fans, but by the Spook Show universe, so to speak. But this was your nominee, so I'm going to let you have the floor to talk about your love for Ernest goes to camp.
2: (laughs) Ernest goes to (laughs) camp. Well, this was the uh, very first Ernest uh, Ernest movie, uh, and yeah, it's it's (laughs) all downhill from there. Yeah, it's a shame they made more. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you know, yeah, it was the first, but you know, if if you have to pick a favorite, this is definitely not one of them. Mm. Um, but then again, I think uh, I think Adam actually uh, on
0: yeah we briefly, we briefly we briefly talked about that with him on on the summer camp you know 2015 episode that he was on what which, was that just last week yeah and he was really glowing about it right <laughs> if I recall like yeah. He, he was like, yeah, that's... That's know, one but, of his
2: favorites. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think so he, he kind of put it
0: like one of his favorite movies of all time was kind of the way he put it, right?
1: Uh, and That might be a, that might be hyperbole, but I think that's kind of what he was yeah, getting you at. Know. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, there's kind of a nostalgia. Oh, there's a big nostalgia factor, I think. For me, I didn't see Ernest Goes to Camp first. I think my first Ernest movie was... It wasn't even the Scared Stupid one either. I, I'm pretty sure it was Ernest Saves Christmas.
2: That's exactly was, what you know, mine was. Mm.
1: Yeah. no
0: I, I i'm, I'm almost positive ernest goes to camp was my first one
2: yeah but when you're set you know you i was say, what seven
0: yeah. when it came out this is awesome right you know like yeah. i think i even said it in that episode like this was made for seven-year-old josh not 42 year old josh so that's just yeah. the way it is you know
1: <laughs> another good example of that is howard the duck i saw howard the duck in the theater when it came out and i was i don't remember what what year can't remember what year that
2: was 87 that was, or 88 i think
1: was it was that like it was that foreign i A-
2: think that yeah Maybe 86.
1: If it came out in 86, then I was like 12, 13, depending on what time in 86. So when I saw that in the theater at 12 or so, yeah, I thought that was like, well, this is funny. You know, it's kind of, it's got that, I don't remember if it's PG-13, but it had a little bit of that, you know, the comic book, of course, is a bit more, a little bit more adult oriented than the movie was, but uh, it had a little bit of that. So I thought it was hilarious at 12. <laughs> for some reason, it took a little bit longer for that movie to come to VHS, uh, even a little bit longer than the normal time back then, which was like, what, six, seven, eight months, maybe, something mm-hmm. like that, depending, you know. It took yeah. like a year, it seemed like, before it came out. So by the time it came out, and I was a teenager then, I thought, "What? why did I like this movie that much? <laughs> How, like movie?
2: Howard the Duck was 1986.
1: 86, yeah, okay. okay. So yeah, that was right. I was between 12 and probably 12 when it came out, and after well over 13 when I saw it on video. I think I'm very, si- I have a very
0: similar story with that one. Like, I remember at the time, like, oh, this is hilarious. And now you're like, what the fuck? What was wrong with me? <laughs>
1: I'm pretty, I know, I don't know. We had, I mean, that's something I want to look up after outside the show to see because I, I swear there was some kind of delay for whatever reason between it coming out after the theaters and coming on VHS was longer than your average wait time. So I don't know. I just yeah, remember yeah, I it. Yeah. I saw it way later and it was definitely not nearly as funny as I thought it was in the theater.
0: But for Crafter Piece, now, in case you uh, never go over to uh, patreon.com slash A Spook Show and give those a listen, and you should because if you vote on that poll, then you owe it to us to go over to patreon.com <laughs> slash a spook show and subscribe just so you can listen to these things because we're, we're only doing it because you're telling us to do it. Basically we put up the poll, you choose the movie and then we have to watch it. So you should have to listen to it. Anyways, <laughs> our, our scale there is basically, it is established that all those movies are, are turds, right? So we have a, a sliding turd scale, so to speak of, <laughs> that uh, sounds of pretty. Of it's
2: like <laughs> hitting
1: toilet yet or is it still clenched up, and yeah.
0: up? <laughs> it's like, It is floater uh, is like, you know, yeah, it, it, it's a turd, but you know, it's a, it's a tolerable turd and it's something I might watch if I had to again, kind of thing. Uh, then we have a sinker, which is kind of that middle ground. Like <laughs> you're, you're unsatisfied, but you're satisfied enough to where you just, you know, you, you don't have to plunge the toilet or anything. You just kind of let it go. And then there's diarrhea. That's the worst of the worst. <laughs> like it's it's it sucks and there's no redeeming qualities. It's just the worst.
1: That's you know, one. No, pretty much we'll never get to ever watching again and and wish we had had that hour and a half or two or whatever it took to watch mm. it back.
0: I, yeah, uh, yeah. And and to date, there's been two of those. But Ernest goes to camp earned a sinker. So it was that middle ground where like you know. We didn't absolutely love it, but we didn't hate it either. So that right now, that's where it stands. But then the next episode after that, the regular episode on June 27th, was episode 114. Uh, Smoke and I did a Spook Show Spotlight on the Friday the 13th legal drama and kind of talked about the careers of Sean Cunningham and Victor Miller. Um, so really, you just need to kind of go give that uh, episode a listen in the archives. That was more of just kind of... Putting it in a simple layman terms, exactly what was going on, what was the beef between Sean Cunningham and Victor Miller, why they're suing each other. Obviously, it's over money and all the money that they could rake in over Jason Voorhees. But because they're fighting about it, nobody's really making as much money as they should because they can't make anything new. But then we come to Independence Day, July 4th. That was our next episode because we took a, a week off from uh, doing the uh, Patreon video minisodes mm-hmm. that week. Episode 115, Donnie's Choice. From 2017, never hike alone, and that was a spook show first, right, Donnie?
2: Yeah, that was the first time we had done a fan film. I had actually chose it right before uh, you guys had announced that uh, we were doing the uh, Friday Thirteenth uh, legal drama.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so it just kind of, like, well, it just kind of th- just, it turned out, yeah,
2: yeah. Just, uh, Serendipity, it turned out, <laughs> yeah.
0: And and uh, we were all pleasantly surprised by that one, uh, and that's reflected in our scores. Donnie, you gave it three and a quarter stars. Will gave it two and three quarter stars. Same as smoke, two and three quarters. And then I gave it three stars. So that's a consensus score of 2.94. So we'll call it three stars.
1: You know, this this is neither here nor there, but every time when we're doing the ratings in a row like that, and we do the one, you gave it two and three quarter stars. Will gave it one and three quarter stars. It sounds like star search to me. Yeah. Star <laughs> search. Ed McMahon? Got the quarter into three because, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hi,
2: You get
0: stars that that's probably a dated reference at this point too right like anybody anybody <laughs> under the age of say see? i don't know thirty is like, what the fuck is he talking about
2: <laughs>
0: star search ed mcmahon who the... anyways never hike alone uh uh will gave it a kill count of two now i know that sounds low but you know it is a what less than an hour long fan film and, and yeah th- and it's a very small cast but uh smoke you gave it a gore score of four yeah
1: and i think we we talked about that as probably the but even though it, it looked really good the budget he had for what he did looked really good. It's just mm-hmm. it you probably have it in the budget to make it look that good as well as have a bunch of kills and splatter effects and all that stuff in it. So, <laughs> so uh, minimal cast and minimal gore, great cinematography and everything for the price that it, for his budget and everything.
0: Then the next day on July 5th, the next uh, Patreon video mini-show number 63, your library segment smoke was Night of the Demon from 1989. Hope- now, I remember in particular, Donnie, you were not there for that one um (laughs) you were off doing whatever um so you weren't there for that but uh smoke talked about his copy of it on vhs and on blu-ray right that was a more recent acquisition i think you pointed out that you just got that um but yeah this movie looks interesting
1: (laughs) yeah we gotta i don't know i don't know (laughs) what to put it on i don't know if we should slide it into the cult corner i mean it could fit craps i think personally for me it's more than a craps piece but i don't know that anybody else would think that other people y'all might think that it's straight up to this piece, and i can see that yeah so i don't know or well, it might just be my choice uh, older, older. yeah well
0: I, I was about to say if you really want to shoehorn it in so to speak you could just pick it yourself next time you get an older one but you could put it on oh, the, you could put it on the wheel spin for colt corner and then if you don't win put it on the pole for trapster yes. piece that way that way, one way or another, we get to it, right? However, you want to classify it, <laughs> as long as we're watching it. I think
1: I'm going to be on horror or the cult corner, though, because I don't, I don't want to. That one, I don't want to limit the scope of it. You know, trash yeah, yeah. pieces for our patrons and everything. I don't think I want to limit the scope of the the, imp- aura, the impact, <laughs> the essence of that movie. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. The management of this drive-in theater is happy to announce you can enjoy your favorite form of movie entertainment regardless of range. No longer will it be necessary to let rain spoil your fun. Now you can keep your windshield clear and dry with a drizzle guard. Simply attach it to your windshield, and in a jiffy, you're enjoying the movie without constantly running your windshield wipers.
0: All right, so the next episode that we did the next week on July 11th was episode 116. Oh, God. Our latest cannon fodder, Hot Chili. I told you that this, Donnie, I told you this movie would come back up in various ways, and here we are again. Yeah, yeah
2: here big, we
0: are. Big steaming bowl. <laughs> God. Now, this was the, one of the ones we were talking about where we had a loose definition of uh, Camp Spook Show here because we even talked to uh, canon film guide author Austin Trunick, who does uh, the recurring uh, uh, canon chronicles, is what we're going to start calling that, his segment. Every time we have a Cannon Fodder, we're going to have a canon chronicles from Austin Trunick. But uh, we actually asked him like dude we're we're we don't see a summer camp movie of any type that Canon made. Can you help us out? And he looked around and he couldn't find anything either and trust us on this. there's nobody in this world that is, is qualified enough other than probably well Menachem Golan he's dead. You're on Globus maybe <laughs> to on this matter of will did Canon make this around? He said no, but he gave us two choices that were you know close enough. Hot Chili and Hot Resort, and when we looked at them, they basically look like the same movie, except you know, just like put it in a different spot, kind of thing, you know. So, and yeah. I don't think we're wrong about that, but I don't know if we picked yeah. the right one. We flipped the coin, so to speak, and we chose Hot Chili from 1985, and God we're almighty, still paying for it. If Hot Resort is any worse, Jesus H, I don't, I don't, no, uh, uh-uh. I don't know if I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, you know, at some point in the hit, in the, in the, uh, as we keep going through cannon fodder, we'll probably hit it, you know, but geez.
2: We'll have to.
1: Yeah.
0: This one was bad.
1: Well, folks, we, we got down to every cannon movie. We've gone through every cannon movie except Hot Resort. Yeah. That'll be the yeah. last cannon fodder.
0: <laughs> episode. <laughs> it, it's, it's somewhere between Hot <laughs> Resort and the Apple, I think we should say for the bitter fucking end. Oof. Um, now we'll get to the Apple, I'm sure, way before that. But oh, yeah. but on hot chili we gave it Donnie you gave it one star, Will one star, Smoke one and a quarter. Uh, no, I'm sorry these aren't star. I'm sorry I'm sorry these are cannonballs. I gave yeah. it one cannonball and then Austin uh, out of now he gave it two cannonballs and that's because he said there's way worse.
1: <laughs> oh we haven't that one all yet.
0: So yeah that means you add all five of them up and the average the consensus is we came up with one and a quarter cannonballs that's our rating we have the sliding rate uh cannon rating scale over there on cannon fodder so it's a little different Mm -hmm. but we gave it a cannonball and a quarter so uh (laughs) that's where we're going to leave old hot chili for now and then uh we'll have a chance to re-rate that if if anybody wants to come the fourth anniversary show uh the next day on july 12th our next uh, video mini-sode over on patreon number 64 the library segment smoke did was Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. That's part four of the Friday the Thirteenth series from nineteen eighty four. He talked about his VHS copy of that one. Now that's kind of loose too, I believe. Right, smoke as far as like that wasn't necessarily summer camp on that one, right? Yeah. That was that's more of like they yeah. rented they rented a resort or a, a cabin or something like that.
1: Yeah, that was Tommy Jarvis, the character of Tommy Jarvis's first episode. Corey Feldman playing him, and they they lived in a house around the lake. And uh, the teenagers came in to either rent or stay at somebody who knew that this other house, you know, again, somewhere around the lake, they were staying at that house during the summertime. But, yeah, it's not technically not a summer camp movie, but but a summer at the lake. movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Close enough. I mean, Uh, I think anybody would instantly think any of those Friday the 13th movies fit the criteria, even though they're not all summer camp related. It's close enough, you know. Right. So. I don't think anyone would argue any of those really.
1: Until we did the show, I never thought about that that aspect of it. Yeah. Which until we sat down and we're looking at, oh, really? There's only about four, I guess. Yeah, I think three or four of of, them. Yeah. Summer camp related.
0: Yeah, but then the next episode of the podcast we did on July 18th, episode 117, this was Smokes' choice from 1981, Madman, and once again, as we talked, we mentioned earlier that this isn't—it's a camp for kids, but it's a fall camp. So that was the great mystery of like what. Where where the where do you go to a fall camp? You know, usually that's where you're in school, right? Like, and they're like, "All right, kids, it's time for the Thanksgiving break." Like, it's just weird that aspect of it, but I think other than yeah, that, though, think, it, it meets all the other criteria, right?
1: Yeah, that, I think it started out as a summer camp movie, but they were shooting it in the fall, and they, they I guess they got tired of trying to make everything look like summer, so they said, "Fuck it, it was it'll just be yeah. fall camp."
0: Yeah, because we <laughs> talked about that, like the leaves were turning because they they uh they filmed it like in November to December that year. And then the leaves yeah. start turning and falling off. So then they were having like hot glue leaves on the trees and paint them green <laughs> paint, and stuff paint, like
1: Literally painting leaves green, yeah. I guess. And yeah, <laughs> gluing them on the trees. But then, like, they must have gave up at some point during the movie and yeah, decided.
0: Fuck so it. Let's just go with the Thanksgiving thing. <laughs> it's a fall camp now. But yeah, what can you say? I mean, another great, another great uh, pick. Uh, and like you said, oh, Smoke, okay. if I hadn't picked the burning, it was probably going to be Madman and I'm sure vice versa for you. So that was kind of the yeah. trade off. Um, we still don't have Will's rating for that, but all three of us gave it three stars. So, as we sit, it's three stars for Madman and Smokey. Gave it a gore score of five on that one. Our next, uh, on the next day on July 19th, we did our, our next uh, video mini on Patreon, number 65. The library segment you had, Smoke, was Cannibal Ferox from 1981. Now, <laughs> this one was unique because you showed us your laser disc, the DVD. Okay the VHS and even the copy of the soundtrack on 45 and on CD. So you had it all in this episode.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's uh. I yeah, I don't know how just, it just turned out that way. I mean, yeah, it is. It is one of those movies that and I talked about it in that segment that, uh, I rented it on, on that VHS. I showed the big box VHS and couldn't make my way through it at the time because that was early in my, it was early in my extreme horror days. The, the most extreme thing I'd seen was probably Dawn of the dead and, I had seen Joe D'Amato's Buried Alive, which is another Italian shocker. Not quite as as messed up as Cannibal Ferox, but a little bit, you know, it got me there. So when I first saw that I took it back. I was it's, it's, Animal cruelty is messed up and everybody knows that knows horror movie knows that it's that's in those mo- those cannibal movies. So I couldn't even make it through it. I took it back to the video store and I was like, oh, fuck this movie, you know. But then I you know, after seeing more of them, I eventually got back around and renting it again and and it is it is a movie that's anybody who's a fan of the cannibal movies, you know, you pretty much have to you have to leave that baggage of the animal violence at the door, so to speak. Got a, it's there. You just don't try to you know just don't dwell on it. It's, it's not, there's now there are some DVD cuts that try to cut that stuff out, and there'll be an animal cruelty free version. But the VHS days didn't have that, so it's uh it was it was a grueling thing to get through, so to speak. It's almost like a. Like faces of death. Remember we talked about that. Oh, yeah. Too? yeah,
0: yeah. That,
1: that's kind of like a. Uh, what do you call those things? Like a trial, like not a, like a
2: yeah.
1: test, <laughs> a test, a trial to yeah. get through sort of, as a as a teenager or whatever. And uh, that's kind of like what Campbell Ferox was.
2: This is probably you know super fucked up, but uh, you know I can watch human suffering. It's animal suffering. I can't. I can't do man. I can't that, do it.
0: That is fucked up. But yeah, I can see what you're getting at because like you know it's hard to just grab a hold of an animal and just fucking them up, especially most animals. Obviously not a wild animal, but most anim- animals will trust you. You know, so there's yeah. a there's a different yeah. level of fucked up when you take something that trusts you fully, unconditionally, and then you just take it and hurt it. You know, that's that's a yeah, special that's a special level of yeah. fucked. You know.
1: Uh, I know most of those cannibal movies they have they they were taking uh, animals from the jungle, like the turtle and cannibal holocaust, for instance, and they would supposedly the tribe members ate the animals afterwards and all that stuff. You know, it wasn't like a it was still fucked up. I mean, the animal violence is yeah. still very messed up, but it wasn't like they took this, you know, this pet, this person's pet cat like, let me twist its neck or something. Or, you know, it wasn't...
2: Yeah, Not yeah, like yeah. that. It was yeah, a jungle
1: yeah. animal. Usually, like, boa constrictors, and a boa constrictor was wrapped around and eating a monkey or something like that, and it's messed up, but that was...
0: That shit yeah. happens in yeah. the jungle.
1: So they were showing some of that type of stuff, so it's still messed up to see. It's almost
0: like they took kind of a documentary approach for realism, yeah. but, yeah. you know, took it you know, yeah. took it to a real place kind of thing.
2: Yeah.
1: Still very exploitative. Yes, But realistically something that you might want see in the jungle, but you don't, you know, not in the way they would shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not
0: something you want to dwell on and show as long as they yeah. would show it in these movies. Yeah. But I, well, I was going to say onward and upward, but not really. The next, the next week, our next episode of the, of the podcast, July 25th, episode 118, our latest cult corner, Donnie, this one's for you. Summer Camp 1979. Now, once again, this was this was a will spin, but it was my nominee that won it. So, it's your uh, fault. I guess I guess. I guess I'll take the it blame. Is. I'll take the hit, you know. I got sold a bill of goods like we say because of that damn poster. <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, this is n- 1979. Same time meatballs came out. Animal House was like a year or two before. This poster looks fun. This ought to be good." <laughs> Then you have to watch the movie, and uh, the unfortunate part is this was cult Corner. This muddies the waters of Cult Corner, the Cult Corner series, because before that we had done uh, Big Lebowski and The Warriors, like two movies that all of us I think generally you know love, like two great, nice. awesome cult classics. And then we stick this piece of shit in there somehow. So one of these things is not like the other, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that how many how many uh, Cult Corners have we had? That
2: uh, has a, just the three i think that was four that was, oh, that four? was it. That worked a uh <laughs> summer camp was four because we had meatballs oh yeah meatballs i keep forgetting about that yeah, yeah so meatballs. yeah
0: those that first is. three we loved them you right. know like, we generally loved them all you know <laughs> yeah.
2: like across the board
0: like oh man all of them you know on some some levels now i remember uh will not being the biggest fan of uh the warriors like we were but still you know he yeah. still gave it I'm, I'm going back and look he still gave it two and a half stars so it was still a fair score compared to this now we do not have wills rating for summer camp from 1979 yet. Donnie, you gave it 1 star. Smoke, you gave it you and I both gave it a star and a quarter, so let's just let's just call it a little over a star right now as we as we speak. Not good. Like I said, it it, it, it ruins was, the curve oh, for Colt Corner. I've never
1: seen that movie. Like, this is the first time for all of us. So Oh uh, yeah, I believe so. None, yeah. of, us the, none, none yeah. of us knew it was a crap piece related movie. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that's how it rolls. Like, well, yeah, you, that's that's the roll of the dice that we take here on uh, yeah. All-American Spook Show.
1: Sometimes, most of the time, one of us has probably seen most of the movies we do. Maybe. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the average on that is. But at least one of us has probably seen it. There's no, There's been a few, or more than a few maybe, that none of us have seen going in. This is one of them.
0: Uh, the next day on July 26th, the latest uh, Patreon video mini episode number 66 came out. And Smoke Your Library segment was on your visit to Grindhouse Video in Knoxville, Tennessee.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. That was fun. That was a, uh, that was a place I'd definitely recommend anybody go to if you're in the area or if you're passing through the area, like we were, we were passing from, we we're going from Missouri back home to South Carolina and we had to go through Knoxville and we knew about this place and it wasn't far off the path for us. So we went there and dropped too much money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be the only downfall to like me going up there and doing it. Cause I probably would spend way too much, but like, yeah, you, you got a lot of cool stuff. It looks like a really cool store and then maybe one of us hopefully will get back up there and we can uh, do some little video segment um, yeah. because it looked really cool and I, and I think it's worth uh, doing something special on because there's not a lot of those type of places around anymore, you know, so it's cool yeah. It's cool just to visit those type of things and document them. Uh, but the next week, or I, actually I, I should say at the uh, at the end of that same week, on July 29th, ugh, we did the latest Crapster Peace Theater, Donnie. Now this was just, this was fucked up, Okay. Because <laughs> this was just me and Donnie having to do this because Will's on vacation yeah. and, and Smoke, you were at a concert, so oh yeah, we had to do Craps for Peace Theater Number Five, even though it was your choice. <laughs> Camp, <laughs> Camp, Camp Blood from two thousand. Now, granted, you nominated it and it won the poll, but still, this was you, motherfucker. And then we yeah. had to <laughs> we had to made suffer.
1: Made I yeah. never went to that concert. I just didn't <laughs> want <laughs> to do. The fucking show. Yeah. There was no. You.
0: There was no concert, asshole.
1: <laughs> you looked it up. Rob Zombie wasn't even playing in Charlotte. Yeah,
0: son of a bitch. That was in, like, uh, fucking Long Beach, California. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. That, out there. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Um, now, I will say, Donnie and I, now, you know, look, Smoke, we'll give you a chance to weigh in, and we'll, too, uh, since you numbskulls didn't show up for that episode, but we'll give you a chance to weigh in on the fourth anniversary for that one, but... Donnie and I both gave it diarrhea, and I don't think that's going to heavily influence what you're going to think mm-hmm. about it because I think uh-huh. you're going to agree. But. <laughs>
1: not, probably not. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think you're going to agree. But man, that movie is the drizzling shits. That's all I'll say.
1: My only is I've never seen it either. But my wonder about this is we talked about there's twelve of them, right? Or some somewhere, somewhere in the neighborhood. The 12, yeah, the something like that.
0: Yeah, it's something stupid. Jeez. Yeah, and, and they, uh, they continue to make they get any
1: better than that is what I wonder. I mean, I haven't seen it. I assume it's shit. It's absolute shit, I'm sure. But
0: I, too, wonder <laughs> that, but then I realize I'm not a, uh, what do they call that? Somebody that likes to hate themselves, like a sadomasochist or a masochist or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a masochist, so I don't know if I really want to know that bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we'll probably get there. We'll find out, I guess, over time.
1: Hopefully we don't make it through all 12. We might be dead by that time that happened.
0: I yeah, <laughs> well... All right, so uh, let's see. After that, uh, back on August 1st, so uh, this was just last week. We're finally almost there to the the bitter end here. The last movie that we watched for Camp Spook Show, episode 119, Summer Camp from 2015, and we had, that was a wild card choice, by the way. No one in particular chose that. We just kind of, did we do a wheel spin for that, Donnie? I think we did, right? I think we all kind of nominated something and then threw it up, or I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um. We did. Because remember, yeah. I nominated, yeah, this was my nominee. Because I nominated it just because it was called Summer Camp, remember?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're just yeah. like, ah, let me throw it in there. Yeah, it's called Summer Camp, and then
0: damn if it didn't win. Um, but we did do a wheel spin, <laughs> it was a wild card, and that one won. And we had a special guest, the host of, uh, or one of the hosts, I should say, from the Hero Movie Podcast, Adam Porter's friend of the show. Before I give our ratings for this one, Smoke, uh, we're going to give you, since you had you weren't on that episode and you did watch it, we're going to go ahead and give you an opportunity now to go ahead and give your thoughts on Summer Camp from 2015 and your rating and the gore score if you got it.
1: I didn't expect what the movie was going to be because I didn't read anything about it. I don't even know if I saw. I guess we saw. Did You you posted the trailer for it, right? When we were doing these or no? I don't even remember. Uh, I
0: don't, I don't think so. Either. I don't think so. I think this was straight yeah. up just based on the the fact that it was called Summer Camp. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's do yeah. it.
1: Yeah. So I just went straight into it thinking it was a summer camp slasher movie, just a, a modern day version of a summer camp slasher film. Whether it's going to be a stereotypical one or whether it was going to try and go somewhere like uh, the first one we did in the summer spook show, you, summer camp you might be the killer. Her. Yeah, you might something like that. I was kind of expecting maybe it would be something along those lines. set at the summer camp, but uh, so it turned out that at the beginning it was going to be like that. It seemed still with the the girl the in the woods with the blindfold, and then the guy, big dude behind her with a knife, and like. Think he's gonna kill her, maybe, or something. But he cuts her loose, turns around, he's not there. So I'm still thinking, okay, it's gonna be a slasher movie. But this is just, you know, some they're gonna start killing off these these kids, these teenagers at some point. And uh, nope, turns out it's some kind of a pollen slash whatever, was, what they think it is, turning them into some sort of I don't know rabid slash. It kind of like I kind of reminded me a little bit of Cabin Fever thrown in there, or a little bit of. Rabbit, a little bit of at far as hell i thought cujo was getting thrown in there at first because
0: the yeah it's a little bit of all those things and, and it turns out they're just on super shrooms
1: yeah 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 some kind of chemically enhanced hillbilly well spanish hillbilly
0: <laughs> <laughs> spanish hillbillies whatever <laughs> spanish. They, whatever they call those over there yeah. i'm sure they got them too uh,
1: yeah i guess so and uh but yeah it totally <laughs> went it went in a different direction but i don't know if it was necessarily better for me or not <laughs> uh, And we've talked about this again, too. Like, when it comes to modern movies, it takes a little bit more for it to get my attention, I guess, and stuff, as far as... Like, I can watch a movie from the 70s and 80s and and have it be a shitty little slasher film, and probably I'm going to like it more than a shitty little slasher film made today. Yeah. It's just my age, nostalgia, all that stuff, you know. Uh, So this one seems like that to me. It seems like it would have been something that would have came along in the 70s or 80s as a slasher movie. Well, it's not really a slasher movie, but, you know, whatever the case may be, as... Even the same storyline in the seventies or eighties, I might have been able to get behind it a little bit more, give it a little bit more leeway than this one coming out in uh, whatever year it was, twenty fifteen, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Pretty sure it was. So, I thought I had the cool. I thought the drill scene was cool. Whenever uh, the girl was on the other side of the door and he was yeah. trying to get in, whatever or get her, get her out, and uh, then she drilled through his foot, thinking he was a killer or whatever. And, uh, and the drill sitting there spinning around with a drill bit, I guess.
0: Yeah. He's like, take it oh, out, take it, it out.
1: Whatever. Yeah. And that was pretty messed up. And that, that right there alone is probably going to raise, is going to give it the gore score. Because another thing, it wasn't too much gore overall. It was, you know, you had them vomiting up the black blood slash whatever whatever it was mm-hmm. from, from the soup that caused them to, you know, first throw up whatever that stuff was. Yeah, whatever,
0: whatever made them rabid. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So not a whole lot of overall gore in it. Oh, yeah, the, the first kill was the, I guess it was an eagle or an owl talon claw. Whenever the first guy uh, was taken, you know, taken over by the door, became rabid, whatever. And uh, he, had the, he grabbed that claw and he clawed the guy's side of the guy's face. And then at some point, they didn't show it right then. He killed the guy with the claw, I guess, right? Is that what that was sticking out of his chest?
0: I don't know exactly how that went down, but it was something like that. Because you didn't yeah, see it. Like yeah. like you said, you didn't killed, see it happen. It so kind of off. It is kind of, this dude's rabid, and it cuts back, and, you know, he had killed yeah,
1: him. Yeah, he killed him with it. Something was stick, sticking out of his chest. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, At any rate, yeah, it wasn't uh, up my alley, I guess you'd say. <laughs> Overall, I mean, like I said, it had those little bits and pieces here and there. Not, definitely not one I would ever watch again. I guess I would give it, I'll give it one and a half.
0: Before you continue into okay. the, uh, the Gore score... Um, uh, yeah. Adam, who was the guest on that episode, he gave it three stars oh. and Donnie and I both gave it the same score of two and a quarter stars. So mm-hmm. uh, I think we generally kind of liked it a little bit more than you did, but so yeah, you can go ahead and give your, uh, Gore score. Gore, gore score. score. Just because we can, we had to do
2: it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought, you know, I probably would have rated it higher had it. Had a little bit more gore, and it seems like they could have gone gorier with it because of the rabid scenes, or them becoming rabid, you know, spitting up the stuff and all that, whatever. And uh, you had the drill scene, so it seems like they could have, if they had, if they had been gorier, gorier scenes, I think I would have bumped it up at least another star or three quarters of a star or something, you know. As it stands, though, that drill scene was probably the goriest thing in the movie. <laughs> you know, and also the one that you felt. Like whenever the drill was in there, you definitely felt it. It was going around. You're like, oh yeah. yeah, that's kind of. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that guy got his uh, ass beat that whole movie though. Did he not? Uh, yeah. I forget what the character's name was. Will I think?
1: Oh, also though, this going back, this doesn't have to do with the ghost score, but I like the setting of it. It was in Spain, right? Yeah. Uh, so, that's cool. That is also a similar thing with the nun. You know, the nun movie wasn't the best by far of the of the uh, Conjuring franchise. I don't think, but uh, but the setting of the nun. Really made that movie at least be something, you know, at least yeah. something to look at. Yeah. It was in, I think it was Spain as well, or it was uh, somewhere in Europe.
0: I think it could have been. It might have been Spain as
1: yeah. well. Definitely, definitely in Europe somewhere. Yeah. Over yeah. there. Out of the woods and the castle and all that stuff. This one was set in like a villa. I guess it was in a villa that was non-existent, non-functioning anymore, right? Like they said, yeah. they would use it for summer camps the way they would do it in Spain, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some some abandoned villa, they were just like, oh, we'll just go set up a summer camp, have the kids come in here, you know? get taken by some fucked up chemical shrooms or whatever <laughs> but yeah that i thought although that was kind of cool Yeah, yeah they showed that part of the end where the kids come in and they're drinking the water and all that
0: stuff too. yeah that's awesome they're just like no get the fuck back you know like get no don't come over here get away and then the only thing they want to do is just like drink from the fountain and just get it all over them and the sprinklers come on they're just like oh yeah getting it in their mouth and stuff <laughs> <laughs> and then of course yeah but, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up. I mean, the only other thing that we did during Camp Spook Show was uh, last week's uh, uh, latest uh, Patreon video mini so number 67. Your library segment was where you talked about the uh, the Deep Red Horror Handbook by Chaz Balin. So that was basically kind of like one of those, the basis of the Gore score, right, is because of this book. Or one of the reasons.
1: Yeah, uh, I think he he had a little pamphlet that I've done earlier on. I don't remember what episode of the library it was, but it was, he has one called Gore Score, but it's very short. It's like I don't have it right in front of me. I have it on on a different shelf, not the one that I'm currently. Even though you can't see on this podcast, yeah. the one I'm currently <laughs> behind it's probably maybe thirty-five pages, forty pages at the most. Yeah, that Red Horror Handbook was like three hundred and something pages. Now, granted, the uh, the Gore Score section of the Deep Red Horror Handbook was probably. 50 ish, maybe a little bit more pages. So, mo- I think all the movies that he had in the Gore Score pamphlet was reprinted in the Deep Red Horde Handbook, plus more that wasn't in the Gore Score books. Same movies, but added on to that. Uh, that's different artwork. Uh, I had to buy Gore Score because, you know, I was a huge child. I bought them back in the day, anyways. But uh, the Gore Score book has, and you've seen City of the Living Dead, right? Gates of Hell. Yeah. The, yeah. Other name. Uh, the scene where the, the the woman's in the car and then and the, the psychic priest is making her puke her guts out of her mouth basically. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. That really
1: super cool That's the cover of the Gore Score,
0: oh, appropriately
1: wow. enough. I mean now it's not a scene from the movie. It's Chaz Balin doing the artwork like he normally does for the covers of his uh books and things. So it's his Balin's rendition of that scene or whatever.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I had to have that book too. But anybody else? If you're looking for buying one or the other, then just go with a horror be read a horror handbook. It's got all those same four-score movies.
0: So, yeah, that's that's pretty much where we left Camp Spook Show. That was the last little segment, although that wasn't directly Camp Spook Show. We did talk about The Burning Madman again on that one. So um, that that pretty much puts a bow on it uh, with this episode. That's it. So, Donnie, uh, what are your overall thoughts of Camp Spook Show? I mean, do you think it's something we re- re- revisit again one day? I mean, did you enjoy it? What you, what you, uh
2: you know, th- there were parts that were uh enjoyed meatballs, I enjoyed the burning. Uh Never Hike Alone was a nice little uh little know, Nice little wrinkle. Madman I enjoyed. You know, even but then but then uh, there <laughs> <they> were also <laughs> like, you know
1: it was like your favorite though, right? Yeah.
2: There were a few, you know, there were more than, it was about tit for tat, you know, there were, there were some good ones, but there were some turds too. <laughs>
1: and not all of them were in the Capster piece bowl. <laughs> yeah, true.
2: I would say we could kind of close the book on, uh, on a camp spook show for at least a year or two. You maybe know, I think, maybe uh, revisit
0: it in a couple of years, open
1: the camp yeah. back up. Maybe there's, have a new selection. Hey, hey. Yeah, maybe they'll have a few more summer camp movies made. In the yeah, next couple of years. well, there, there's,
0: there's, so. I'm telling you, there's a pretty thick list, but you know, I think, like you said, there's not a lot of good ones. So maybe we wait for a couple more good ones. Who knows? You know. Yeah. Um,
1: that just w- two big ones we didn't get to. I mean, a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there are a few. A couple on Friday. Well, hell, we've only ever done one Friday the Thirteenth on the show.
0: Trust me, there's and, enough uh, to do this year after year. If you wanted to, you know what I mean? So, but, but, you know, like last summer we did summer of the wolf this summer, we do camp spook show who knows what's next summer, who knows what the next theme is. Um, I think just to put a bow on it myself, I had fun doing it, you know, uh, it was something different. Uh, I always enjoy it when we do these themes because then you kind of get a, a good sense of, uh, uh the good and the bad you know what i mean like you get a little bit of everything there cuz not everything we do is is sunshine and lollipops you know what i mean like yes. <laughs> we're going to we're going to watch some shit and not just crafter piece like smoke said you know like every once in a while on these other ones especially cannon fodder there's going to be some shitty ones you know yeah. so you got to you got to get through those too you know and we talked about that a little bit with Adam is that like the horror genre in particular has a lot of really good movies a lot of good movies but it's got a lot of shit, too. You know, it's so like we <laughs> yeah. got to we got to kind of crawl through that just as much as we do to get to the good ones, you know. So but to that end, we move on to like really awesome, bigger, much bigger, better things starting mm. next week. It's Will's choice in the rotation. We go back to normally scheduled programming, so to speak. And uh, he gets to pick an older horror movie and he chose The Evil Dead from 1981, the Sam Raimi classic. Hell yeah. The IMDB synopsis is very uh brief, but I'll read it anyways. Five friends travel to a cabin in the woods where they unknowingly release flesh possessing demons.
1: Yeah, that's uh that's the pretty much the synopsis for it. Of course, uh, it doesn't touch on the, the uh humor that's in there, which
0: Yeah. Which I think is what really the humor is
1: in up. the part soup but in Army of
0: yeah. I really think that's what sets it apart from a lot of, uh, mm. you know, these types of movies. So we'll get into that next week. That's something we're really looking forward to. And then of course, I'll go ahead and toss it out because we already, you know, established what it's going to be last month when we did a wheel spin over on Deadline Horror News, our next cannon fodder. Cause we have to rinse hot chili out of our mouth. Like it was, <laughs> it was too much. We had to go for a better cannon movie this time around. We had some really good choices, but we spun the wheel and we landed on Smoke's Choice, uh, I believe it was, right? Yeah, it was It was Smoke's Choice, his nominee. So episode 122, our next cannon fodder will be the Chuck Norris classic, Missing in Action from 1984. Mm. So that's what you've got to look forward to coming up. So like Camp Spook Show is in the rear view mirror. We've got the Evil Dead coming. We've got Missing in Action on our next cannon fodder. Lots of big things coming as we slowly ramp up to the month of October for the second annual Spook Show Awards, our fourth anniversary Halloween Spectacular, lots of cool things in the planning stages, lots of cool stuff going on in the Spook Show universe, so you don't want to miss out. And we encourage you to go over to patreon.com slash AASpookShow to not miss out on all that stuff that we have going on over there, which a lot of it we talked about today. If you liked any of the stuff you heard today, where we were talking about those library segments, those Patreon video minisodes, you want to watch all that stuff? Go to patreon.com slash a spook show and, and become a member at least I think at the $3 level to, uh, to watch those library segments and the, and the weekly videos we put out. So lots mm-hmm. of cool content. You don't want to miss any of that stuff. Lots of cool stuff. And like we said before, we encourage you to go over to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. That helps out the show. Every Monday, new episodes of the podcast come out. Uh, so I guess that's it for this week, guys. So for uh, Will, who couldn't be with us, Donnie, Professor Smoke, I'm Josh. We are the All-American Spook Show Podcast, and we'll talk to you next week for the evil dead
1: uh it's now 9 30
0: and that's lights out time 9 30 as you know tomorrow is parents day and you must look rested or morty will be sent to the state penitentiary